You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Okay, so I have just been showing Johnny my thermostat, (laughs) (laughs) which is something that I'm really excited about. And probably Johnny is one of the only few people in the world who is equally excited about this thermostat. It sends you an email once a month and scores you based on how much heating you used the last month. It connects with an app. It's got a motion detector. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting stuff. Like I think I stood with jaw drop for a couple of minutes when I saw what it was. You know, he's just displaying this like touchscreen. What's it called? Nest. Nest thermostat. Yeah. Highly recommended. If Whenever you're out of the house, um, it detects that you're out of the house, learns your schedule, and then adjusts the heating accordingly. So 250 pounds, and Fantastic. it pays for itself with the reduction in heating bills. If you get a fridge that learned your macros and then just filled it itself or emptied itself according to whether you were cutting bulk I think in. they, not even kidding, I think you can get bins that scan barcodes or fridges that... Basically, they do an order for you. Yeah, yeah. Or something. But if it could sync to my fitness pal. Yeah. So that when you adjusted your macros, the fridge adjusted its contents. So if there was a big tube this, that feeds directly. <laughs> feeds into the back of the fridge that can, that can suck and blow. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know what would happen if someone's macros were trying to suck and the other one's macros were trying to blow. Then you would get a blockage in the tube. <laughs> Like if you shared a fridge, so you, you'd never be able to share a fridge. Just don't share a fridge. Have a fridge each. Tip of the day: <laughs> never share a fridge. So oh, here we go. Here we we've go. We've been putting this one off. <laughs> right. This is episode thirty-four. Yeah. Okay. I think. So Pretty sure. Um, we've been given some "Would you rather" questions very kindly from some. <laughs> inventive readers in the in the simple rules uh group on facebook so let's just get straight into them it is it is episode, it is episode thank Great. goodness goodness thank man. goodness right so we've also as aside from the in, instead of this episode another request was that we wrestle in a paddling pool of jelly and record it instead of would you rather It'd just be so, lots of slapping sounds wouldn't it <laughs> It should be 30 minutes we'd of We'd have to put it on YouTube as well. Maybe Vimeo for the HD. I see. But yeah. yeah, there seems to be a common theme with the requests that we're getting at the moment. They are. They all do seem to come from a few <laughs> few people. A few offenders. Yeah. So, number Tim, one. Tim Garrett being one of them. <laughs> so, Tim Garrett has asked to set the tone. Your mother and partner switch bodies in a Freaky Friday scenario to get the correct mind back in the correct body you have to have sex with one of them partner in mum's body or mum in partner's body go (laughs) no way are we not recording oh no we are that's fine continue okay (laughs) can we just check we definitely are we are recording Otherwise, we've just had this lewd discussion. For... <laughs> right, your mother and partner switch bodies to get the correct mind back in the correct body. Bear with him, guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you've either got to have sex with your partner, your partner's mind, but looks like your mum. Yeah. Or your mum's mind, but looks like your partner. This is a obvious question for me. Absolutely no contest. Go on then. Partner's body. But it's your mum. Well, yeah, she'll get over the trauma of it, but... <laughs> That's quite a selfish uh, response. I feel like it? if it was your... If it was your mum's body, but your partner's mind, you could, like, sit with them and talk about it and go, right, this is a situation we're in. We've got to do this. Let's make it, like... Quick and painless as possible. Yeah. Whereas if it's your mum, you've got to... She, she'll be talking to you during it. It's her... Show her a mirror. Say, look. You could still say this is the situation. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. I don't think I can answer that one. Right. <laughs> I'll just say the same as you. Fine. Horrendous start. Really put me in a terrible mood. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. So, next one, also from Tim Garrett. An inch off your height or an inch off your penis? I think I know what you're going to say. Inch off my height. Yeah, make you more competitive in the ninety threes. I mean, I don't in all I of my uh, would. in all of my YouTube videos. It's never any questions about my penis. It's always why are you so tall? <laughs> why are you so tall? Why are your legs so wide apart? Why are your legs so long? And why are your legs so long? <laughs> yeah, so an inch off my height would actually be fantastic. All three questions that are pretty unanswerable. Yeah, like pretty difficult to. What would you? Because it's this only really applies to somebody who is quite short. With a really long penis. <laughs> well, no, no, because it only becomes the the value of the height increases with scarcity of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, so, so if I'm... you if you, I I would consider myself to be of a, of a fine height. If I lost an inch, it wouldn't bother me. I see. So why would I? Why would I opt for the other? It's fine. Well, so my my penis is actually two point six miles long, and it, <laughs> it, it causes problems. I have to like roll it back up every oh, time I like... go into the house. So, whereas I am actually very short, so. You're not that short. I mean, you are. You are. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for trying to make me feel better there. So, yeah, easily penis. Okay. It would be then 2.59999 miles. <clears throat> it's it's a real affliction. It is. <clears throat> Another one. Here we go. This one's fantastic. You want me to say it? <laughs> From Lee Imray. Sex with each other or never lift again. So why do you think, Lee, that there haven't been hasn't been an article this week? <laughs> we've been we've been busy. There has been an article this week. Oh, so that wasn't you then. No. Um, <laughs> so sex with each other once or never lift again. I'm fine if you are, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked. To answer a serious, to answer seriously, to answer a ridiculous question seriously, it would ruin probably the business if we never lifted again. If we if, <laughs> probably in both scenarios, not not really. Like, I think we we could probably sell sex with each other as a. We wouldn't be able to sell it on propanefitness.com. We'd maybe like a, like a sacrifice to win type scenario, like uh, for the gains. Yeah, anything for the gains. Fine. Okay. R- record it. Sell it as a as a webinar. It's um, <laughs> a webinar. Brilliant. That, I, I don't, I'm glad I, I know how you feel. <laughs> so, so you think sex with each other would ruin the business more than not lifting again? This is a so lifting. I think needs to be more tightly defined. Like, 
I bet that we could, that, for example, gymnastics. Right. Body weight stuff. So you know, we'd the, have, you'd have to just change the way you train for life mm. just to avoid having sex with a man. But then you and I would have always, every, every time we spoke, we'd be thinking, oh yeah, remember, remember when. But every time you want to lift, you'd be thinking, if only I'd just <laughs> sucked it up for one day. So I think, I think from our answers, you've, you've got roughly where both of us are coming from. Um, I'm uh, really keen. I, I, don't know what John, I don't know what Johnny's problem is. You realise these aren't real scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to let me go, aren't you? <laughs> so next one, Adam Barnett. This one is tame <laughs> compared to the last few. <laughs> Easy peasy. So eat junk food for two days straight with no side effects or shoot someone you really hate in the knee. So, so you said, what is your my fitness pal username? Oh, God. See, I'm... What, what is not, it? Not sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> we, okay, we have both just had a wagon wheel before starting <laughs> this, uh, this podcast. We have. Um, I don't think the prospect of eating junk food for two days straight that that would be like a a clean eatathon for me. Um, mm. Somebody described Yusuf's diet. I don't know whether we've we've shared this before. But it's fantastic. <laughs> Somebody described Yusuf's diet as if you left a child on their own in the house, what they would end up eating, and Yusuf's response is. Yeah, that, that's that, that's correct. It's like um, bits of glass in the lasagna and bashing bits of dried noodle on my head and just having like jelly tots for breakfast and that kind of thing in but, the microwave. But the jelly tots, there's twenty three point five grams <laughs> of je- that's actually that'd be tiny. One hundred twenty three point five grams of jelly tots. So everything's weighed and measured. Just precision with jelly tots. So the other thing is, I I would probably I do a lot of things to avoid someone getting shot in the knee. I think. Yeah. Even if I didn't like them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it would... Uh, I think it, that's coming from a place of already wanting to shoot someone in the knee. And I, I don't think I've really ever had that desire. As much as eating junk food for two days straight. Which is, for most people, just a, a, a reality. Pretty regular Every day. Most weekends. Yeah. So, uh, Adam, you um, maybe need to... <laughs> Maybe to examine. Just have a good think. Just a really good think. (laughs) So, Joe Louise Beck, lose 20 kilograms off your deadlift or your squat, never to be regained. Mm. It would affect your total in the same way, wouldn't it? It's it's whichever lift it has has the the most latent potential. The least room for progression. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Well, probably... Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon for yours? Probably deadlift. Okay, just bring yourself. No, up. no, no squat. Squat. I think I'm more. I would. I'd be more confident with bringing my deadlift up to three twenty, for example, than bringing my squat up to two sixty. The idea of putting two hundred sixty kilos on my back frightens the life out of me. I see. With deadlift, you can just keep pulling. Well, you can just let go, can't you? If anything gets really serious, you can just let go. Whereas if you do that when there's 260 kilos on your back and you just let go... Fine. Bad (laughs) things happen very, very quickly. Wouldn't really matter for me. Most of my total's from my bench anyway, so... um. (laughs) Between us, we would make a really good powerlifter, wouldn't we? If we were to have have a baby, and then we'd still be able to... There it is again. There it is again. (laughs) So, Jay, Divson... You didn't answer the question. Oh. 
<laughs> I didn't answer the question. It it's inconsequential. Deadlift. You, I'd I'd flip a coin. You'd flip a coin. Yeah. Okay. Surely we could just have done that for all of the others, apart from the sex. Uh, yeah, like risky business. Jay Divson. That can't be his real name. Might be. Sorry if it is, Jay. Would you rather never have the ability to look upwards or never have the ability to look downwards? So, never have the ability to look upwards, <clears throat> yeah. categorically. Like, most most stuff is below, isn't it? So you set up for a deadlift. You don't know if your feet are skew with. Although, actually, the tip that's helped me the most with deadlift recently is looking upwards. Ah, uh, I see. So what, again, what this depends on, does that mean anything beyond the line of my spine? It might be like the TV rule. You know, the, uh, the, the <laughs> there is a legit UK law about... Um, the state of a, a male penis can only be <laughs> 90 degrees or below um, to be shown on TV after 9pm. And if it's above that, then it's considered X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not chatting lyrics here. How? How is that piece of information something that you have just off the top of your head? Yeah, I don't know. That you know the broadcasting rules for the angle of a male penis. Oh, dear. Anyway, we'll not, we'll not dwell. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. So I'd rather not look upwards and I'd, just, I'd take the hit on the deadlift. Would you not be able to just angle your head up but close your eyes? Well, so this is what I mean. Or is it the act of actually seeing the well, ceiling? Well, this is what I mean. Uh, I see. Because also, like, is there a physical restriction or mm-hmm. do you have to self-police? Because if I, if I had to, you know, if something was going to happen... Like, if I looked upwards, the men are going to come for me in the middle of the night they come and, t- up and just take bonk, me away. Bonk you on the head. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I'd be able to control myself. Mm. So, that's another concern. That is true. You'd trip over a lot of stuff as well. If you could only look upwards. Yeah. Well, unless unless you can just move you, like, adjust your eye line without... You'd have to rotate your entire body every time you want to... I see... So this is this. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, maybe we're probably think, doing what we always do with everything and thinking too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see what what we need to do is write up a spreadsheet, list out the pros and cons, yeah. assign them a coefficient for for the value and weighting, and then and then do a cost that, utility analysis of. What, and then we'd be able to answer the question. Uh, we, we should have done. This we should before. have done. Yeah, we Sorry, should have put guys. more. <laughs> <laughs> would have been able to give you a much more precise answer. Well, then it would have just been question, yes or no, <laughs> upwards. Would you rather be a man with a dog's head or a dog with a man's head? This depends if... So, what kind of dog? Is it a dachshund? Something with a really small head? Um, then you, you Fine. it would make your delts look wider. So, so bodybuilding-wise, it would be good. Fantastic, yeah. Um, vlogs, if I'm doing YouTube video logs and I have a dog's head, would, viral. That, would that... Viral, possibly, but... If you can't, if that affects like the phonation of your speech, then that's going to be a so problem. Slathering all over the place when you're trying to pronounce deadlift, for yeah. example. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I suppose, like, if you were prolific with YouTube videos, would it improve your subscribership or would people unsubscribe? I think as long as. <laughs> oh, not this again. <laughs> not that dog. Not that man with a dog head, or the dog with a man head. If you're if you're a dog with a man head, you could still do vlogs from a you know, a face perspective, but you wouldn't be able to lift ever again. 
if you had a dog's body. Ah, uh, true. That would be rubbish, though. Uh, so we wouldn't be able to use the keyboard. In fact, so, so it's dog's head, isn't so it? So if we're it's doing, got, got to be dog's, dog's head. head. That was we were really good with that one. That was a good answer. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing it for the the YouTube like the Instagram likes, the YouTube, then... or just the lols, I think probably the man's head on the dog would be funnier for everybody else because you'd also be able to like talk about what it's like being a dog. I see. Yeah. Everything would seem massive <clears throat> as well, wouldn't it? Probably quite frightening. Yeah, I don't know if I'd fancy that. <laughs> right. Well, this ties in quite well with the last <clears throat> one. Would you rather never be able to understand anyone, or would you prefer to have never anyone, never have anyone be able to comprehend you? Mm. I think this is also from Jay Divson. <laughs> so both would be absolute mental turmoil, mm. wouldn't they? Like either both frustration, different levels of frustration. It's it's like so one of them is basically like being deaf, or a lot like a few of the handicaps of being deaf, and the other one's just like being in a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if no one can understand you, you would then be able to just become a hermit. Yeah, because you like you try. No, sorry, the other way around. If you couldn't understand anyone else, you would think it was everybody else's fault, and you'd eventually just give up. You'd become paranoid, and do you think? Yep, yeah, do you think so? I think if like people are speaking to you and you're like, I can't understand you, and they reply, and you're like, I still can't understand you, and that would happen for months or years. You'd eventually be like, to hell with this. I'm going to leave I'm the going cave. to be like Luke Skywalker and live on a live on an island. <clears throat> if it was yeah. the other way around, you'd probably be tempted to keep trying. And you'd be on that island thinking, oh, but what if? What if they can understand me now? I see. Or if they could never understand you, you could just start bad-mouthing everybody. But only you would find that entertaining, and only for a really short time. (laughs) Yeah, after a month, you'd be like... This isn't fun anymore. Insulting people, everyone's looking at you with a blank face. It would be interesting to know what their experience was of you. Like, Mm. you just speaking gobbledygook. You'd probably get sectioned really fast. (laughs) So that's the other thing. Well, it consider. depends how sensible you were in your actions. Like, if you were speaking gobbledygook, but... You know, I, they'd still... still section you. You'd be sectioned so quickly. If, like, <laughs> let's say a fortnight, everything you ever said, even when people were being really serious, was complete, like, completely incomprehensible, you would be put somewhere pretty secure pretty quickly. Now, now, there's enough sectioning for one day. <laughs> <laughs> Peep show. Whereas you couldn't section everybody else. Could you? Yeah, even if you were a really swole psychiatrist. Mm. It, well, you need a team. You need a full team. Of I, yeah, I imagine the psychiatrist themselves doesn't systems infrastructure <laughs> doesn't personally be a nightmare. People. Yeah. Hayden Crook, would you rather get wrecked with Terence McKenna for a week or instantly add five pounds of muscle? I would not be able to handle getting wrecked with Terence McKenna. Um, you wouldn't come back saying. Terence McKenna is a man who pioneered uh, DMT, um, which is apparently a very powerful drug. So, um, no, just no question. Five pounds of muscle will keep my sanity. So Terence McKenna isn't a famous person that I'm just not. He is famous, but um, in a, in quite a niche, right? Among quite a niche audience. It's interesting that he's asked us that. Yeah, I think because we featured one of Terence McKenna's videos on one of our video picks of the month. <laughs> Wow, so, so good memory, Hayden. Um, you say we, you mean you. I, I did, yeah. It, it was it was a video of him discussing the Big Bang. Oh, wow. 
very right. good video. If you haven't seen it, go on the uh, the website and have a look. James Bailey, have severe sex addiction or OCD? Well, if we go for the sex addiction, then we could lift again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm just trying to win Johnny back round. You said, as, we, as we got to that question, you said deleted a note that said combine. Just combine. Combine. Oh, combine. What the hell? Uh, he's brought it back to the sex. Brought it one. back to the sex. Um, or OCD. I mean, OCD would be varying levels of it. <laughs> we probably do already by the fact that we power lift. That's a pretty OCD kind of sport. Do you think so? It's very spreadsheet-oriented and repetitive. That doesn't mean that you have OCD. No, but it, it could, I think it gives you a bit of an advantage. Okay. Maybe not at the extreme end where you're turning on and off the light switch of the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. If it was just, if it, like, so on the spectrum, we're probably nearer the end of having it than not having it, if that's what you mean. What are you saying? We have, are you telling me, is this your way of telling me that you think... <laughs> In your professional opinion, do you think I have OCD? You set this up. You rigged the questions. I actually wrote all of these. <laughs> and that would explain the sex one. Oh, dear. Yeah, just hinting. I'd rather have OCD. What kind? It, uh, what kinds are there? Just think of... Bad or, bad or good kinds. Well, I suppose. Like, think of a thing that you, that you have to do. Well, I'd check. rather have the, the mildest form possible. Like washing your hands, turning off the switch, making sure your house is locked, um, making sure you've got the right plates on the on both sides of the bar. Fine. I think I'm already like that anyway. Fine. I see what you mean. Mm. OCD. Yeah, so I like to have... Or I wouldn't, for example, use a 20 on one side and two 10s on the other. I was once in the gym doing... I think I had 120 on the bar for bench... And it was... I like how I had to clarify it was, the, it was the bench. <laughs> just, just before you judge me. Um, and it was two 25s on one side and a 5. And then just loads of 5s on the other side. Just because of plate availability. And there was a guy opposite just looking at me throughout my session. <laughs> and later I went to the sauna and he just offloaded. He was like, I can't believe you did that. I was, I was furious. Really? It is upsetting to see. And I was like, well, it wasn't you benching like... It, but it's just it's just unsettling. <laughs> it's like if you were if you were in a queue of traffic, and you look to the right, and there's someone going at eighty miles an hour. That that's inconsistent. If you're on a if you're on a motorway, for example, you're overtaking someone. You look in their car, and they're on the phone, or they're like doing their makeup in the mirror. It's just really unsettling to see. It might be they might have complete control over the car in their opinion, but it just looks wrong. That's true. Yeah. If I saw someone benching on even plates, I'd feel the same way. Because <laughs> it may be an imminent disaster. You have to go and yeah, yeah. I'm sure the turning moment is slightly different. It, it must be off. Yeah, um, only very slightly. There's a picture of so you know the new Tesla self-driving cars. Mm. Well, they're not actually. They're like assisted, se- semi-assisted. Yeah. yeah. Guy, picture of a guy having fallen asleep on a motorway <clears> in one. <throat> I don't know how deliberately. That ends. No, I don't know. But because it, it keeps you in lane, and I think it breaks when something's ahead. Presumably, it would just come to a stop. Eventually, wouldn't it? You'd hope right. so. So, if that's the worst that can happen, then well, the worst okay. that can happen is it malfunctions. Yeah. Well, the, there was a malfunction of, um, I think it was a new model of Mercedes in France that locked in cruise control over a certain speed. 
Oh my goodness. And uh, there was a man who had to get police escorted for several hours because he just filled up with petrol. <laughs> and so he, he had to do this large loop across France on their motorway like, um, until he ran out of petrol. Have you ever seen the film Speed? Just a really horrible, rubbish version of that. Have you seen the film? No. Do you know what I mean? So I know the concept. They yeah. have to have they have to keep a bus above 70 miles an hour. But at least like there's a reason for that. Rather if they drop just... below the speed, there's a bomb that explodes where he's just waiting. Oh. You'd never be able to relax either, would you? You'd just be swearing at BMW for yeah. six hours. Mercedes. Mercedes. You can swear at BMW if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sammy Shire, would you rather be a duck the size of a horse or a horse the size of a duck? This is a common, a nice twist on the common... Of Which is, would you rather fight one? And fight. that one's a no-brainer. Is what, what was it you'd rather fight? 30 duck-sized horses or... Or a horse-sized duck. Yeah. Fighting a horse-sized duck would be genuinely be one of the most frightening things I think you've had to do. They're pretty vicious animals. That you're, it's only tempered by the size, isn't it? So, <laughs> like, I think most birds like that, like geese. Yeah. There's a goose that lives vicious. near me and is a little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Always starts. Does, he, li- does he live two doors down? Two doors down. Two doors down. <laughs> the geese at number eighty-nine. Um. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's a big shift, isn't it? Like, we're straight away imagining being an animal. I think the the big duck. Because being a small horse, people would... Trample on you and... Yeah, they'd try and ride you and you'd be like... Oh. If you're a big duck, you're going to get captured. If you're a small horse... Really? Well, you, a small horse, you'd be quite fast, I suppose. Big duck, you could you could fly a bit. You how, fly are you get, how are you going to get captured? <laughs> Just people, people. What do you mean? You could wreck anybody that. What, what like a, a military troop? Yeah. If the, okay. If the military troop come up. Okay. So you, let's but... say you're let's say you're a let's say you're a big duck. Okay. Right. Monday morning, you're like right. Need some milk. Okay. Okay. So because all ducks drink milk. So what are you going to do? If you're a small horse, well, you, you, can, you, you don't need. If you're a tiny horse, you can continue to live in your house, and if you're a big duck, no one would notice. You could eat cats and dogs like. They'd... Like you'd be massive. What... You would get captured. So you're saying, okay, let, let's go with your line of thinking. Okay. You need some milk. You go into the supermarket is what you're going to say. As soon as you go anywhere, as soon as somebody sees you, they'll be like, oh my God. I'm calling the police. That is a horse-sized duck. I see. I'm going to call the police. The police will arrive and they'll go, yep, that is, that's a horse-sized duck. What should we do with that? Let's ring the RSPCA. What are they going to do? Call the military. <laughs> I see. That's the problem. Fine. No, but they will. The RSPCA will be like, well, clearly the duck's unwell. So we need to take it in. They try and take you in. You, the, you, I, oh, they'd have a tranquilizer. You, or something, you try and eat them. This is what you would try and do. But yeah, they, they'd get you in the neck or something with a with dart. And then you'd be in a cage for the rest of your... Oh horse-sized duck life fine in that case you would it would be a problem um let's pause that you've convinced me that <laughs> it's a duck-sized horse because being a horse-sized duck would be a threat to your personal safety <laughs> didn't consider the consequences uh, this is this is assuming that when you become a duck-sized horse that, like, your family are okay with it and, and all that kind of thing. 
again, could you speak? Could you explain the situation? You stay in the garden where you're safe. Your family aren't going to call the police on you unless you're bad to them. <laughs> unless you annoy them. But Yeah, it's, it depends on the transition. Like, if it's overnight and suddenly you're a duck-sized horse, how do you go about explaining that to anyone if you can't... Like, if all you can do is neigh, for example, or quack, depending on which which vocal cords you're given. I see. And food bill would go up. You may not need to buy food, though. I think you could just eat grass, can you? If you're, but if you were a horse-sized duck, however... You'd have to eat quite large animals. Children. Mm. All sorts of ethical problems <laughs> coming up. you probably need to, do, to decide on a code of ethics, wouldn't you? <laughs> Set of rules. There's a whole, you know, a lot to deal with in one morning. Really. <laughs> before lunch. It has to be before lunch. And then who knows what lunch is going to be? Well, that's it. In horse-sized duckland. Oh, dear. So we've got two more. James Bailey, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? Have you had Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, I've had both. I feel like I'm much more impressed with Krispy Kreme as a business. I think their expansion's much much better. Pretty impressively, yeah. Even um, in, like, Tesco's. Yeah, they something. have, like, little units, don't they? I think... I'd, but then, you know, with growth comes this economies of scale. Maybe the donuts in Dunkin' Donuts are better quality. Krispy Kreme's pretty expensive, from what I remember. Maybe they have to do that because the supply chain's so long. Ah, right. I mean, the the way I imagine they do it is, and this is almost certainly how they'll do it, they'll make a donut in their headquarters in America, and then they'll have to airmail that donut to Tesco, for example. One by one. Yeah. Yeah. In in Tesco, you know, all over the country. So they must have a woman that goes to the post office. Every morning with a donut with, comes back. Right. And keep getting new ones each time someone's ordered one. Mm. Yeah, that's... Absolute nightmare. So no, no wonder they're so expensive. So whereas Dunkin' Donuts, less in the UK, it's less less of an international company. They don't even need to employ that woman. Fine. Or have the plane. <laughs> well, they have their own plane as well. Krispy Kreme will just have to... So finally, just a, a sensible one to, to round it all off. I think it's probably the only training-related one, and surprise, surprise, it's come from Johnny. So, <laughs> so the question is, would you rather, um, and the good one to think about yourself as well, would you rather never gain strength but get linearly bigger for the rest of your life <laughs> or um, continue to get stronger but look the same? Yep. So we had a, we had a good chat about this before, didn't we? Yeah. So there's, th- there's a few little cheat workarounds, I suppose. But <laughs> you know, if, if you could choose when it happened, when you froze frame in your current condition, right, then you yeah. do an aggressive cut and then carb up, water load, get a pump, and then say, right now, and then now what? Like now, I'll take the the strength and just stay exactly as I'm looking. Surely you would have like two, three, five years of just all out mass pursuit, and then cut. I'd do like a two-year bulk, gain as much muscle as physically possible. If you could bank this for two years. Well, that, yeah, you're, I mean, you're talking about workarounds. Yeah, true. Like, you want to get as big and as lean as possible before you say, right, freeze frame me now. Freeze frame, go. Yeah. If not, if it's just current state, how do you feel? So, we're talking about, so you, can you get leaner? I know it's my example, but... Uh, well, up to you. <sighs> I would say you look exactly the same. But you can always go stronger. Yeah. So what we what we decided was 
<clears throat> there's very little disadvantage to getting continuously stronger as long as it doesn't start having an impact on like knees, hips, back, shoulders. So I think that has to be part of the question, doesn't it? Because mm. equally, if you kept getting bigger, there'd be stress on organs. And then... <laughs> so, yeah. In fact, getting linearly bigger, you'd it, have no you'd control die. over it. You'd die. You'd be really hungry or you'd die. Or, or like, both. Yeah. And then you'd, you'd end up in exactly the same situation as the horse-sized duck scenario. And then people would call the military on you. You'd be taken by the RSPCA. There's a really big man. Yeah, that looks like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. So if you were, if you were linearly bigger, you would become the freak show that everybody wanted to see. You'd be although quite monetizable. But then, if you were the strongest man that had ever lived, but didn't look like it, so you could live a normal life, you'd be Paul Cooper, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to explain who Paul Cooper is. That's true. So Paul Cooper is um, an absolute monster in the 74 kilo weight category. He's mid-30s, maybe 36. I think he's just become a master's lifter. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry if that's wrong, Paul, if you're listening. <laughs> he just... Uh, so I think his lifts are 280... No, sorry. What was Squat 230, two, 280 deadlift... May have done more than that. I think he may have done 300. 300 deadlift and 170 bench. I think he's just done 280. Sorry, 180. 180 bench, yeah. right, at 74. Um, just looks like a, a man who trains a bit. Yeah, he hit a 300 kilo deadlift. Right. And um, just too tall for the 74 is just a complete outlier mm. in all respects. I think he's just also just done a marathon. So he, yeah, right, and started powerlifting a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, in his thirties, perhaps. Yeah, no, he's he's crazy. So look him he up. He is crazy. Um, so yeah, that would be maybe that maybe he was given this option in his thirties. That might that would explain it really. <laughs> he's gone for the strength. He's gone for the strength option. So I I would pick the strength option. Um, but I would probably try and cheat, either get shredded, or. Or more shredded, should I say? Uh, uh, and then, uh, or either do if I could like put it on hold and say, right, I will. I, thank you for the offer. Can I postpone it for a couple of years? Keep it in a cupboard, safe. Mm. Yeah, then I would do it. Then fine. Done. Well, I think we've come to some very, <laughs> very useful conclusions there. <laughs> some real actionable tips for you. Let us know if you would have chosen the same things. Or uh, if you vastly disagree with any of our... I imagine options. it's more that everyone will disagree. Everyone will disagree. Yeah. Fine. Well, let us know why. I'm willing to argue with anybody about the, the duck-sized horse, <laughs> horse-sized duck one. If you think you could live life comfortably, sensibly, away from the military as a horse-sized duck, then join simple fat loss and muscle gain with Propane Fitness and we will have a discussion. Violent discussion. Violent discussion. <laughs> Great. All right. Thanks, everyone. That is everything from this silly episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. We will speak to you next week. <laughs>